I thought we were just yelling about being mermaids trapped on land. <laughs> Are sirens mermaids? Yeah. I'm, but they don't have tails. Yes, they do. What? Sirens and mermaids are synonymous. No, no, no. No, I don't yeah. think that's true. I beg to disagree. I am both, and they are both, and that is what we are. And we are just luring men and trapping them to their death with our song, or we're just very hot. I don't know. So we're mid-30s. We're all single. We've all been thoroughly disappointed by the men in our lives. Yes. None of us have achieved our career goals. Um, <laughs> We're so successful. <laughs> we live in different cities. Yes. And we're super hot. <laughs> we're super hot. So what do we do? What do we do now? I'm in Berlin! Italy in Berlin! I did it! Yay! I got her. And Sarah and I spent the weekend together. Are you guys in, are you in love? And we well, are. we introduced our dogs. <laughs> and our dog and our dogs are now in love, Edie and Sammy, after their their initial rough start. Yeah, it started with them. Trying to bite each other, but then really, well, well, I warned Sarah that Edie doesn't like her butt snuffed, but Sammy really likes sniffing butts. Yeah, so that's the first thing he went for straight for the butt snuff, and he lingered a bit too long. But to be fair, that is how doggies say hello to each other. That's like standard doggy behavior. Yeah, but Edie is not a standard dog. And Lauren doesn't like butt stuff. And your recent foray into butt stuff has clearly... I don't, I don't like butt stuff, but I'm not a dog. I assume if I was a dog, I would be sniffing people's butts all the time. Well, well not people's butts. Other dogs' butts. Right. Dogs' or pe- butts. Or people's. Or pe- people, too. They like people, too. Yeah. So, so Sammy was sniffing Edie's butt, which like for the, she's good for like a good one, two, three sniff, mm-hmm. but past that like three seconds. And then mark, she went, rah, 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 and then Sammy was like, rah, 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 and then they like started going at each other a little bit. And Edie was like, no, 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 I'll show you. Uh. And then I was like, okay, just everybody inside. And then they like, Sammy was afraid of her after that. Oh. And he hid under we the started- table and then under the bed. <laughs> and Edie was like totally alpha and he wouldn't like go in her space at all even though it was his space. <laughs> yep. Edie out alpha him. Totally Edie, out alpha him. Edie once came over when I was dog sitting for a family who has like a huge English water dog. And, oh yeah, I forgot about and that. And a tiny little Havanese puppy. And she scared both of them so bad. The Havanese just went and hid in the bathroom the whole night and took a shit on the bathroom floor <laughs> which I didn't figure out until much later and then the big water dog who's 17 times her size was just trying to get higher and higher and like eat her and he couldn't reach her and uh, it was it really fucked up our flow we, we didn't do that again yeah Edie likes to be alpha in every space she's in. Yeah, he he accepted her alpha status, and they got along fine after that. 
it's good. Now, now she kind of loves him Aww. from a distance. <laughs> yeah, and when they were out walking, a dog came up and tried to sniff Edie's butt, and Sammy chased the dog away. <laughs> he was like, no, 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 we don't do that. I'm not allowed to do that. You're <laughs> definitely not allowed to do that. The, the rules are learned quick in dog town. I wish dating town they would be that translatable. Yeah, Sammy didn't try to sniff her at all after that. Like, Edie actually sniffed him, and he was like, no, I'm not sniffing. I'm, I learned, I learned, I learned not to do it. Whatever you say. But it was kind of sad yep. to see Sammy as, like, the beta. I'm not used to it. He looked, looked like his spirit had been broken a little. <sighs> He's a cock. I mean, you know, every guy's spirit needs to be broken every now and then by a strong alpha female. It's true. And given what a jerk he can be, like, he definitely deserved that. And uh, yeah. You're just like a, a concerned mother. Yeah. I'm glad your dogs are getting along. Yeah. Now they are. Next time they see each other, they'll be buddies. They'll be like, oh, yeah, I know you. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I know you. Lauren, where were you? You're very pretty. You have all your makeup on. No. I actually don't have all my makeup on. So I went on, like, a kind of last-minute date thing because it was, like, at 730. It was like, oh, hey, want to meet? And I was like, well, I have this thing to do. Um, if we can manage to meet up quickly, sure. Because I'm trying to be... Uh, spontaneous. Ooh. Good. You can always like ditch that. our recordings for dates. I feel like that's an unwritten rule of the, the pod. Yeah, yes and no. Like I still like this is like still like kind of a job, but like not a job job. But you know, it's like something I want to like not just treat irresponsibly. If you were doing that to us a lot, I would say that would suck. But since you haven't been on a date in. Since February, Since February, January. I think ten that years <laughs> dating can come first. No, but it's it's it was good to also like have a have reason not to let just let it linger. True. Yeah. Was he cute? Yeah, he sounded like somebody I would have necessarily traditionally have gone for if. I just met him in person. He's Irish, um, which is like Nina's thing. Yummy, mummy, yes, honey. Mm. <laughs> and a little gingery. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> which is like not usually my thing. And no. he was like, a, he was more so in person than he was in his photos. But some of his photos were leaned a little towards that. So I didn't know it could have gone both either way. But he was very... Um, uh, communicative and forward and setting up a getting together and date and I was like okay yeah I'll go along with this but yes he's very interesting and charming and he is he's here he lives here now he just moved here like three weeks ago so he's still new to Berlin too fun um, yeah and he's like kind of setting up artist residencies and setting up spaces for artists to work in i was like okay that's cool yeah. wow and he, and he has a degree in psychology which is very interesting to me so we have we have lots to talk about like if if or if not this is a romantic thing it's definitely a friendship cool. thing so. cool yeah it's a great first berlin good date. job yeah. lauren we're so proud 
you like went out with someone slightly outside of your comfort zone and you had a really nice time. Yeah. And you has a friend who can hook up other stuff for you. Wait. Are you going to go out again? Yeah, sure. How did you leave it? Yeah. Well, I know he's traveling for this next week, and that's why I didn't want to ditch out on the date tonight, because this is, like, the only day he's in town for the rest of the week. Um, so when he gets back, we'll probably... Did you smooch? Did you hug? Did you shake hands? No. It's like the, the European, like, kiss-on-the-cheek goodbye thing. Okay. Okay. Who's very like English or British, Irish gentlemanly. I like it. Talked a bit about those things. We talked about um, <laughs> that you were asking if I was being murdered. <laughs> <laughs> and he was like, Well, what if you murder me? I'm like, I don't know. Did you tell your friends about me? Because <laughs> the girl code is we tell our friends about each other. It's true. <laughs> Who's going out with who? It's true. I've been bad. And then he would. What? I'm not telling us about yeah, who you're going out I've with. Been, I've been. I tell someone, but I've been bad about telling you guys sometimes. So I, I'm sorry. You always tell us, but sometimes it's not in the moment. Right. Yeah, sometimes after the fact. But there's so many. It's hard to like give that many <laughs> updates. Well, it's hard to keep track it's of. All my, it's my only hobby, so it's what, it's what I do. <laughs> We might be implicating the wrong suspect. Exactly. This is a disaster. Um, do you have any other dates lined up for no. the next couple days? Not yet. Like, all the others I've been swiping on have been Germans, and Germans don't move Oh, God, quickly. they move glacially slow. I mean, you have to <laughs> chat with them for weeks sometimes, and then... So I might, like, have... It maybe in a month I might have a date with a German... <laughs> Maybe, I but a lot of wait. times they keep talking to you, but then they never ask you out. Then they kind of stop talking to you at some point. It's like okay, but you you have we well we know we have to be the aggressors with the Germans, but I haven't matched with that many of them yet, or enough to or any for me to be like oh hey you. And also, I've been like super jet lagged. Yeah. Has it been harder this time around than it was in September? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Well, also, it's a now knowing I have three months, like I'm I'm giving myself that time to recover as opposed to like having seven days or so to be like, I just got to keep going and pushing through (laughs) it. Like, I don't have to push through it this time. I have I have time. Yeah. Yeah. So let me saw. We had a fairly active weekend. Yeah. It looks like you guys had fun. We went back to our, our old haunts, brats and puts. Our our hot bartenders are no longer there, though. They're not. So Those sad. were not hot bartenders. No. Boo. What? Okay, rats and puts, you've lost your charm and appeal. Hmm. Get your hot, hot bartenders back if you want the ladies to keep going there. This was the first time Lauren and I have hung out, just the two of us. No, we, you hung out Monday right out. without me. I went home that night. Well, it started with you, That's though. true. We did have that one night at the bar. But this is, like, our first, like, extended period. Just Weekend together. Yeah, we had Like, a I stayed weekend. at Sarah's place two nights in a row. What? I know. It's, like, an affair. It is I think an we affair. did well. 
Are you guys cheating on me now? Like, am I out? No. No. Am we I, missed you. I, I'm anxious now. Like, I'm getting really sweaty, and I'm getting, like, really jealous, and I'm having a lot of feelings of, yeah, I'm going to have to come. Yeah. Lauren? We need, to, we need to set up a GoFundMe, or you got to do that Petro, uh, patron page. Patron. Okay. Lauren and I do really well together, but we're both very, like, calm, chill energy, and I felt like we de- I definitely missed your injection of flair into the into the dynamic. Oh, thank you. My thank flair you. misses you. You know, like the three of us are really good balance for each other. And Lauren mm-hmm. and I had a really nice time, but it wasn't the same as having like a big personality to kind of shake it up, you know. To talk to strangers. Why? Yeah. Oh my God, just say hi to the people. You We're just not going to do that, Nina. W- wiggle your hand and you make a motion. And then you We're say, not gonna do that. hi, what are you up to? Where should we go? You're cute. Well... Well, first we have to. We didn't really see any cuties that were worth like expelling that energy towards. We okay. did it, but I'm not doing that. That's not in my comfort zone. I'm All not right. that kind of person. So All if you right. want if that I'm... to happen, you have to come here. Oh, I'm working on it. I have a lot of bills to pay. I got like five envelopes today of outstanding money that I owe, and I was just like, "Fuck!" Oh no, it's so bad. Ugh. It's bad. I need, yes. I need, I need just a really kind thousand air to loan me a few grand. <laughs> Yikes! A nice little benefactor. Yeah, just like three or four k. That's it. Then I'll be yeah. fine. It's not that much. I'm trying to sell like everything I own, and no one's buying it. So really, yeah. eBay, Tradesy. I don't know what I'm gonna do. It sucks. Are you looking for other jobs? Well, technically yes, but today I just slept all day and I've been hiding out and not spending any money. So I'm I'm in a I'm in a little bit of a hole right now. But tomorrow, yes. That's, That's what good. happens. Listeners, if you have any leads, <laughs> if you have any gen- generosity to No, I just let me work for you. Like let me s- sit your kids or do your whole wardrobe or something. Just pay me. What's that app where you can do odd jobs for people? TaskRabbit. Yeah. I'm I'm more worried about getting murdered through TaskRabbit than I am on dating. (laughs) It's true, but isn't it also like a similar kind of yeah? It's the same thing. I will. I'll I'll figure something out this week because it's not cute right now, and I need to be cute. So, Sarah, what's up with cute. you? What have you been up to? What's your life? Oh, been? how was your audition? It was good. I redeemed what myself. What was it for? Okay, good. Um, it was just this, like, Wagner group here in Berlin. Just, it's not, like, a very, um, it was not a very high-pressure audition. Was, but the people were nice. And then I ended up riding the train with the guy who organizes it uh, and his wife or girlfriend, I think. Uh, and they were both really nice, and I chatted with them. So it was a it was a good positive experience. Good because I've been really negative and really in my head, and kind of self sabotaging the past couple weeks with my singing. And the last audition I had, 
was really wasn't very good because I was in my head and I just couldn't do what I needed to do in the moment because I was getting nervous and then I wasn't breathing and I was like anticipating notes and then I would wouldn't sing them well and so today I was like even if I suck I just want to like accept where I am in the moment and really sing moment to moment and not think about the high note or whatever not think ahead just like think phrase to phrase and just do what I need to do in each moment and I pretty much did that and it came out really well and that's what's so frustrating about the anxiety I have it's like I know if I'm not in my head I can do what I need to do like my singing is very good and I have the tools and ability to like sing it well so the only thing that stops me is my stupid anxiety. And then I get nerve, I get anxious about being anxious because I'm like, well, if I'm not anxious, I'll be fine. But if I get anxious, I'll be, I won't be. <laughs> so it's like this vicious cycle and it's all in my head and I just need to like break out of that because it's not helpful. Totes. We all have the tools. It's just, are we using them? Mm-hmm. Like I have everything I need and then I'm like, but what if I get nervous and then I can't do it? And then once you think that you're nervous and you can't do it, you know, yeah. exactly. You have the to stupidest. figure out, find how to not let yourself have that thought. Right. Well, that's, so that's kind of what I did today. I was like, instead of thinking about my nerves, I was like, I'm just going to think about the phrase I have to sing and then I'm going to breathe and I'm going to think about the next phrase I have to say. It was like very, um, it's a good practice. Yeah, it was very zen. It was very, like, in the moment of what I was doing. As opposed to being like, oh, shit, the hard note is coming. I was just like, I'm just going to breathe and sing this. Mm-hmm. And it pretty much worked. I mean, it wasn't per- Neither of them were, like, you know, perfect. But they were good. They were fine. Good. The people seemed to like my voice and were pretty impressed with me, which is always a nice feeling. Good feeling. Mm-hmm. Good feeling. Yeah. It's a, a good way to redeem yourself after the last previous audition. Yeah. I also had this crazy experience of, like, getting my, like, a massage done. And this guy did, like, deep tissue work on my quads, my thighs that were really super tight. And then the rest of the day, it's really weird. I was, like, poisoned. I had so many toxins. Mm stored in my thigh muscles that I felt like I had been run over and I was, my stomach was cramping. It was like, I was burping and it like did something to my stomach. And then last night I did some rolling. I have a roller. So I was like rolling my, the muscles out. And again, it like started, made me burp and released all this gas in my belly. Mm-hmm. And so my thighs are connected to my belly, which is my sacral chakra. So I was like, something about my sacral chakra, which is the place where we um, are like feelings of love and attachment and sexuality and creativity are all stored in our sacral chakra. So I was like, oh, I'm all, my sacral chakra is like really out of whack. I think the traumatic experience with that guy like ruined my chakra. Yeah. Um, I've been feeling really down and low energy since then. 
And so I did a lot of meditation last night, imagining a glowing ball of orange and cool. all this stuff. And then I did a sacral yoga workout this morning. And uh, I feel a lot better. Good. You worked it out. I feel a lot more. I'm very tired, but I feel a lot more open and like at peace now. Good. Excellent. Excellent work. Probably wasn't that interesting. Sorry. No, it was. Podcast listeners. And when I do my heart chakra exercise, they tell me to imagine green. Is it a different color for every chakra? Yes. Huh. I didn't Red know is the root chakra, orange is the sacral chakra, yellow is solar plexus, heart is green, throat is blue. Blue, yeah, blue, right? Third eye is like indigo. Yeah. And then crown is like a violet. Oh, I did know some of those. Her body is a rainbow. Yeah. What color is my butt? Your butt would probably be your root chakra. Red? Probably red. Red. Um, cool. Yeah. So depending on what is feeling stuck in your life, you can imagine the color in that region and that uh, can help like unblock it. So what else should we talk about? I don't know. We didn't really have a plan, did we? No. Oh, did we have a question for this week? <laughs> no, we got nothing. I just wanted to question you two and what you were doing without me and talk about how left out I feel. But you got to adorn yourself in diamonds. It's true. I got some diamonds. I'm very very pleased about my diamond uptake now. Finally. Finally. Took a while. It's like you proved your staying power, so they give you diamonds. Um. My, no, you're like, I'm finding another job. Bye. Bye. No, never. Um, I really like my job. I I love it. I am good at it. I just need to be there, you know, more than three days. So They need to hire you full yeah, time. they just don't need me full time. So that's... I know. That's the problem with wa- working for fall- yeah. small companies. Yeah. You should tell them to get rid of someone else. I'm sure There's you're only two of us. <laughs> no, there's only two people who work there. And she's amazing. Like we're both great. Oh. We need we like work really well together. I go. I love it because like she's there. So, oh. um, like she's my buddy. And they don't want two full time workers. No, not really. I sold. You can't can't afford I've it. I've been doing custom engagement rings, and I've been designing engagement rings with couples, and like building the ring style with the raw diamonds in the store and that's been really fucking cool and that's cool i love it and it's such an adventure to be like what's your budget what's your idea let's see if this all can work so i sold it i met a couple on friday and it usually takes like a few weeks to a few months to get everyone on the same page about like cost and what the design is and like come in 17 times to make sure and then I had a couple in on Friday, and then Saturday morning I got the price quote, and I wrote the fiancé man, and I was like, hey, this is what it is. Let me know what you think. And he's like, here's my order. So it was really quick. They're super cute. They're getting married, and she's getting a badass ring. Cool. And I chose the diamond for her, so I felt very special. That sounds awesome. I'm excited. It's, it's maybe, happening. Maybe you can convince your work to, like, just put you on for a day or two more a week i don't know it's uh we'll see we'll see i'm trying i'm trying so hard 
trying to be like perfect employee it's it's a lot yeah well it's like it's not about yeah you. it's about like them just... and their money and what they want and what they need and yeah it's it's really not about me at all so yeah which is hard because that's out of your control yeah but I like it and I've been going on a kajillion dates some have been really nice some have been really terrible um mm-hmm. I had a didn't you have one last night no last night was my first free night in, in f- six days oh last night was Sunday, Sunday so you had one Saturday I had I think I did Tuesday Wednesday Thursday Friday Saturday dates it's a lot of dates yeah all with different dudes all, or were some of them one was a, dates? oh no oh my god I think I've been on a date every single night since like not this past Thursday, but the Thursday before. <laughs> I don't remember. They're all bleeding in. One was like a second date, and then the uh, but it was like not a date at all. It was stupid. Um, I was called over to be someone's booty call, which I was not pleased about. Meh. Yeah, I Meh. told Lauren. I know it's fine. He just like called me to come over to you know service him for like five minutes it was very strange hey guys um, I haven't been on a date in a really long time it's since uh, since trauma trauma yeah. butt boy <laughs> so it's been two weeks yeah. it's not a, a long really time. long time it's like it a, is a long time it's like a, it's like a normal amount of time Lauren you haven't been less. on a date in six months <laughs> You you forgot about that. That you can categorize as a long time. That's not a long time. That's a decade. But I don't have anyone on the horizon either. Like I'm just. You're just floating. I'm just floating. Sam's free agent. Yeah. I'm not on. I'm not on Tinder. I'm not on the apps. Even even though I am throwing some people Sarah's way. I know. I think about like downloading it and opening it again and I'm just like, I hate it. I really don't want to. Well, I did go on a good day tonight from it. It's not that... Which, actually, like, you and he might hit it off more. Mm. Romantically. I can't go out with, um, psychologists. (laughs) He's not professionally a psychologist. He just has his degree in psychology. Lauren, I have to tell you something about people that study psychology. They're very interesting. They are, but they are crazy. <laughs> the only people that go into it are, like, so damaged and trying to figure out their own damage. Now, I think it would be a good fit for you, but, like, no, I can't. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm not saying this guy's absolutely crazy or anything, but, like, I can't. I can't. That's, a, that's, a, that's a deal breaker for me. That, that's a deal breaker. You're a deal breaker. Okay. Got it. It's just because of my father. That's purely 100%. I cannot cannot be with someone in the psychological field. Okay. But maybe, who knows? You can introduce us. But also, he's a ginger. Hey. (laughs) He's very charming, though. What does he look like? Is he cute? Yeah, he's definitely, like, Nina would think he's beautiful. In my head, he's, like, Paul Bettany. That actor. Will you send us a photo? I don't know who Why that is. Yeah. Oh, sure. I'll send a He's photo. He's a handsome actor that's married to Jennifer Connelly. 
and he's like very very fair no he, do, he doesn't red. look like him um i went on a date with like an almost albino blonde ginger on saturday he had that's frightening. he was he was really cute he was adorable i don't know if it's like a love match but it was fun have you met anyone, Nina, that you're like, oh, I'm really interested in this Yeah, I, there's one, and I'm, like, super into him, and he is doing that thing where, like, he was just texting me all the time up until he, we met, and then we met, and now I hear from him, like, never, and I have not heard from him since, like, Friday or Saturday, Friday, Aww. and I'm annoyed because, like, he said he had a great time. Which one was the this? Do- the anesthesiologist. Oh, oh yeah. he is cute. Yeah. He's not, like, he's, like, a dark, he's a little gingery, but it's more of a dark reddish-brown. Like Jake Greenspan. Okay, he does not look the like my hair. brother. Oh, my brother he's so cute, Lauren. He doesn't have any red hair. Lauren, he's beautiful. He has, well, you think Jake is beautiful, or who's beautiful, the guy that I, did I just Yeah, he's he's beautiful. He's cute, because he's kind of, like, manly and rugged looking, I wasn't expecting that. He looks like the doctor on Grey's Anatomy, the Scottish doctor on Grey's Anatomy, a little bit, like, beardier than that. I don't know if that is. I'll meet him. His, his, okay, (laughs) his face is a little more narrow than I usually go for, but he's attractive. You're really splitting hairs. Yeah, like a little more narrow than I usually go for. Lauren, I went on a date with a man whose jaw was like basically dislocated from his face, and his teeth were like troll forest craters. And he hid it so well. No, because in his photos, like he knew his angles better than I know my angles. He just completely hid it and made himself look tall and made himself look really cool. And then I meet him, and it's like gay voice like hi <laughs> oh, no. chief where are you from and I was like oh my god we went to that place where I had my birthday party a few years ago what's it called the the ski ball place oh yeah the downstairs yeah no place? no no ski ball the ski ball place oh, oh what, yeah yeah um, what, full, full circle, circle. And I was just, like, the bartender could tell I was pissed. The bouncer could tell I was pissed. Everyone there could see yeah, my those face. those are Haley's buddies. They, they yeah, they're in, in tuned. Yeah, they knew I was like, this is my date. This is my date. This is my date. <laughs> how, is, how is this my date? Oh. I hate that feeling. And you feel like everyone's staring at you because yeah. you're on a date with someone who's so who was a troll. you. <laughs> He was a troll doll and his teeth were terrifying and he kept touching me. He kept touching me all the time. Every time he said something, he was grabbing me. He touched my hair. Ugh. Why? I don't know. I was not touching him. I was not giving him any. In- Did you like shudder each time? Pretty much. He I was you, like, like flinch away. Yeah. So I only had one drink with him and then I was like, bye. Why did I, I stay that. and waste my life and not sleep for this? He was a vegan, too. And, like, none of this was advertised in his profile. He looked hot in his profile. He had a nice chin in his profile. He didn't say he was a vegan in his profile. And then all this shit comes out. And I was like, I would never have right-swiped on you if I had known that your voice, your jaw, your teeth, and your dietary restrictions were this. Yeah, there are plenty of vegan women that you can put that on your profile. 
just you don't have to date another vegan if you're a vegan. No, but like I. But you can. But be, I don't want to date a vegan. You can still say that you are like because that that is a dating it deal is. breaker or interest. Why is veganism a dating deal breaker? Because I eat cheese, and I wanted pizza, and I can't like go on a date and not share pizza with someone if I want pizza. That felt weird. I don't like it. So you won't date someone because you don't want to eat pizza alone. Yes. Correct. Now, what if you date someone who's not a vegan but is lactose intolerant and That's can't fine. eat cheese? That's fine. So it's not about the pizza. It's about, like, if they want pizza. <laughs> <laughs> you just contradicted yourself within, like, three seconds. You made it about pizza, and it's not about the pizza at all. It's that they want to eat the pizza Maybe with the a vegan, cheese. But they can't. Maybe a vegan does want to eat the no, pizza, but No, vegans don't want to eat the pizza. Vegans don't want to eat the pizza, but the lactose intolerant people desperately want to eat the pizza. <laughs> they just they can't. can't. I mean, I've cut out most dairy in my diet. All right. I cut out gluten for two months and nothing changed, so now I'm back on gluten. So, see, that wasn't your problem. No, it's just everything else I'm allergic to, <laughs> but it's not wheat. Um, no, I just think like when it comes back to is there are some people who have very strict lifestyles, so lifestyle choices, and um, if I knew that going in. It's just it just changes my dynamic with them a little bit. Like it's much harder to date someone who doesn't eat half the food you like to eat and who is going to be like a preachy holier than thou like oh I don't eat that and like this is why and he's going to try and convince me to Wait. like I don't well, like that, that. that. That is usually a thing. I mean this is maybe generalizing but you Usually or typically, vegans are fairly preachy yeah. about their veganism and like to talk about why it is their preference yeah. and why you should not eat it, even more than like vegetarians. Yeah, vegetarians, or any I don't other care about dairy, dairy restrictions. I can do vegetarianism, I can do gluten freeism, I can do, you know, I do no avocados, I'm allergic. Like, I can be pretty flexible, but vegans, I think it's like this is my personality quirk and it's not my dairy preference or my, my dietary preference. It's like, this is me. And it's really hard for me to like discern that from the other. And I'd rather just be with someone who like has a personality instead of depending on food neglecting as like their charm. I would really like to be vegan, but I do not have the discipline for it. It's very hard to actually be vegan. You Nothing. have to be a good cook, and you have to plan ahead. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You have to be very rigorous, yeah, about your diet and your meal planning. Otherwise, you'll just eat a bunch of unhealthy things and get weight. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because you're eating Oreos since they're vegan. <laughs> and you don't, because you don't know what else to eat. Right. I would only be vegan if Antony came to my house and cooked for me every day. Oh my god, he's, he's not so vegan. sexy. I know, but like that's why. That's the only way I would do it. I love just when he's talking and he has that glimmer in his eye. It's 
something. And he's like, I have no idea what I'm talking about, but I'm so I'm cute, so it doesn't cute. matter. I'm just going to slice this avocado into poison, and you're going to eat it. And and for those of uh, those listeners who aren't exactly sure, Anthony, we're talking about Anthony from Queer Eye, yes. the new season. P.S. And if you're not clear, I am Jonathan in female form with boobs, so... Yes, yeah. and curly hair now. Well, yeah. I don't feel like I have a queer eye counterpart. You don't? I might be Tam. You're Tam. Yeah. Sarah would be... See? <laughs> Guys, I'm unique. There's, like, there's not going to be a someone that captures my spirit there is is no other there can be only one maybe you're a mix of Karamo and Bobby (laughs) yeah do you guys remember Karamo from the real world many many years ago yeah, exactly. So when I first saw him on Queer, I was like, I don't yeah. know about this. I remember him from Wait, Real World. I didn't like him. But was he gay on the Real World? Because I did not remember that. Yeah, he was. He, he was. He was out, but he was very, like, non... Um, he was very defensive of it. And that made him unlikable, I think. I don't remember. I... He, like, started a lot of shit in the house because he was gay and then he didn't want other people to judge him, so he would judge other people before they could judge him. I mean, he was probably very young and he's... Well, yeah, as they all are on the real world, you ha- you're under 25, 18 to 25 is the range of that in the house. It seems like he's grown up since then. Seems like it's, Yeah, it's I, I no longer dislike him. But at first, when I first saw him on season one, when he was on the show, I was like, I know that guy. <laughs> oh, I don't know about this. But then I can't. But I'm not a mix between Karamo and Bobby. No. Okay? <laughs> no, I. No, you're not tidy enough in your home to be any Bobby. <laughs> and Karamo's so always like so immaculately dressed, and his facial hair that's. Like so, so it is very perfect. perfect. I don't even yes. understand. His fade is super on point. All right, so I read an article. I don't remember what it was called, but it was about a woman who, at twenty-five, knew that she didn't want to have kids. Knew this her whole life. She was married and had obviously discussed this with her husband. Um, goes to the doctor. Does a lot of research on what kind of procedure she wants, decides on the least invasive one where you put, like, little coils in Mm -hmm. your fallopian tubes and then the skin grows, like, the scar tissue grows around it so that you can't produce eggs um, Mm -hmm. into your uterus, I guess, and goes to get the procedure. And the doctor won't give it to her unless she goes to see a therapist and the therapist has to, like, okay her mentally. Like, she's, I don't even know how they rationalized it, but making sure she's not doing it, I don't know. Okay, I have a few questions. Where was this woman located? Um, Country? She was in Sweden. This wasn't okay. in the U.S.? And why? Sorry. No. 
Okay, and why did she want to be sterilized and not have her husband have a vasectomy, which is less invasive? Um, it didn't go into that. She did say that if she couldn't get the procedure, the backup plan was for her husband to have a vasectomy. But I think since it was her strong desire to never have children, I think she wanted to sterilize her body. I think she just wanted to take that off the table for her body. In case this relationship didn't work out, maybe. Yeah, for whatever for, reason. For any it was like her, future partners. It was, that was the, what she wanted. Your body, your choice. And what if they, would they have given the man the same psychological evaluation if he wanted a vasectomy? I'm sure no not. way. Mm-hmm. But wait, it's not over there. So she goes to oh. see the therapist, and he, like, makes her visualize holding a baby like does all these things to see if she'll change her mind and she's like no I do not, do not want a baby <laughs> be like baby ugh, drop throw away oh the doctor also says a lot of condescending things to her when she when she first goes the doctor's like well what if you get divorced and she's like I still new don't want babies Mr. right and he wants to have a baby she's like I don't care I don't <laughs> want to have a baby it's me not wanting the baby, right. not my husband. Yeah, she's like, I am already, you're A, implying that I'm not with, already with right. Mr. Right, but no matter, I don't want a baby no matter who I'm with, because I don't want to have a baby. And then so she goes to see the therapist, and the therapist makes her go through all these exercises about, I don't know, imagining motherhood, tries to probe her psychologically, and at the end of it, he comes out and says, okay, you know, she's making this decision of sound, rational mind or whatever. Uh, And then when she goes to get the procedure, it's, like, super-duper painful. And, I don't know, she decides not to get pain meds, but then it's, like, excruciating, so then she gets the pain meds. And then something at the end, the doctor says, like, don't come crying, don't, don't think you'll be able to get this reversed in five years when you change your mind. Oh, fuck. Something like that. Did he do something else to her besides just do the procedure that she wanted? No. In America, they just take out your whole uterus without even telling you why or what's going on. Like, they just put you into menopause right away. At least he did the procedure. Here, they won't do that. Um, yeah, you can get your tubes tied yeah, here. but... But, like, I just feel like the doctors here have been, there's been a lot of um, articles about doctors who are, like, misusing uh, their surgical expertise to, like, uh, cauterize some women or give hysterectomies to their patients instead of, like, uh, inducing an abortion. You know, they just do, like, all this crazy shit, so... Well, that would yeah. be bad. Taking out, giving, getting a hysterectomy is terrible yeah. for you because, yeah, that messes up all yeah. of your hormones. So these hormones. women, hormones. these women would go in to like, to have a, I don't, I don't want to say this wrong, but like, you know, like they would go in for one thing that they were going to get treated and then the doctor would just basically butcher them from the inside out and not tell them what happened. That's definitely not legal. Yeah. Well, that's, that's why it's a big set of articles going around. I'll try and send them to you FYI but. if you ever need to get a medical procedure done do what my mom does and write it on the form no matter what they have you sign 
mm-hmm. right on it and say like this is exactly what I want you to do and if you do anything but this I will sue you yeah she wrote that she had to get um mm-hmm. she had to get an ovary taken out because it had a big benign tumor, tumor on it like cyst on it And it was really big, and they didn't know quite how big it was going to be. So there's two options. You either kind of make a thin um, vertical incision that's pretty small and take it out, or you you make a really wide horizontal incision that kind of cuts your whole stomach. And they weren't, they wouldn't promise her to do the thin, the small vertical incision. They were like, well, we have to see how it is when we get (sighs) in there. So she... She told them, you can only do, I was just like, I don't care how big it is, you can only do the vertical incision. And then she wrote on the, on the form, if you, if you cut me horizontally, I will sue you. <laughs> and so they Good did this her. vertical incision, and they were so mad, because apparently it was like the size of a golf ball, and it was really hard for them to get out. But you know what? They got the stupid thing out, and yeah, she didn't get out. cut up. When and was this? Lesson. Oh, like 10 years ago. Wow. Yeah. I love my mom. When it comes to, like, anything with vanity. (laughs) She She do not play. She's like, "Mm mm-mm. This is what I will allow. Did not come to play. Uh That's why I love your mom, too. (laughs) Yeah, she's very... She's very forceful when it comes to those sorts of things. It's good. Um, yeah, but this woman... She got the procedure she wanted, but it it's, sounds like just an awful experience, and they yeah. were so patronizing and condescending. Yeah, shaming, shaming condescending, yeah. and and it's like we don't trust you that you're making the right decision for yourself. And it happens in conversation with me all the time. Like I tell everyone, I don't want to have kids. Like it's one of the first things you know about me and I'm great with kids. I love other people's babies. Like I babysit all the time. I love, I love kids. I love them. I do not have a motherly instinct in my body of like wanting to do that. And people are like, oh, you just haven't met the right man yet. And I'm like, fuck you, dudes. If I wanted a kid, I'd have a kid by now. I hate that. What what does meeting the right it man has nothing have to do to with do a man wanting a child or not? You know what? I have a cousin who thought she met the right man and she wanted nothing more than to have a baby with him. And he was cheating on her and ended up knocking up another dumb bitch who's a nightmare. So it's like. Sorry, I shouldn't say dumb bitch. She is a nightmare, though. She's a stupid, stupid nightmare. But, like, totally different story. But that's what happened. So it's like, you can have every single thing that you say you want and people, or don't, or not have anything that you want, and people will still fucking try and undermine you if you're a woman, I guess under the age of 45, who they assume could be potential childbearing, uterus age. Right. Yeah. Can't make tell. And I... It just makes me so mad. And it's like, just because you did this and you have your choice doesn't mean that I have to do that too. And what about my choice? And isn't it better that I don't have a baby? Because I could not afford to take care of one. And when when have you ever met a woman that was like, I didn't want a kid, but then I met so-and-so. And because he was so wonderful, I decided yeah. I wanted a child. Like, that doesn't happen either. That does not happen either. You yeah. want a kid and yeah. you plan your life according to that and you try to meet someone and get married to have a child with them. 
or like you don't want a kid and some people don't know and or that's some people fine don't too. know and they get to choose right. and it's just it's a constant choice though it's but still it's, their choice it's not it's not because yeah. of, you don't you don't decide to have a child or not because of who you're with right you decide when you decide and when you're ready and if yeah. your biological clock is going in that direction um I had a I have a friend who would tell her mother all the time, especially like junior high, high school, like I don't want to have kids, I never want to have kids, and she was one of my first uh, friends that I knew to get married, and she was the one that was like when she told us she was pregnant I was like <laughs> what how did this happen you didn't want kids and she's like well I was you know checking my ovulation chart and just seeing what would happen if it's like you oh so you actually did want a kid which is yeah. no like and there's no shame in that it's just it's or in like, changing your mind or in changing your mind everyone has the right to change their mind there's a very tiny percentage of a chance that like I could always walk back everything I'll ever say and change my mind but as of now like I'm pretty fucking sure that that's not what I want to be doing. And I'm with babies and kids so much that, like, I know what it costs emotionally and financially to do it. And I don't want to do it. I don't want to do that to my body. I just don't want to do it. Just to give, carry and give birth to a child, especially at this age. No. No, thank you. I don't want to ruin my body. And I know a lot of mothers who are still not sure about motherhood. Oh, God. Yeah. Yeah. And they really look miserable a lot of the so time. So many sleepless yeah. nights. But I, but they love yeah, their child. But like, they love their child. Like, but I love my baby. But they'd also love to sleep in and go get brunch by themselves. Yeah, they also seem very miserable. I, yeah, I do not envy any of those. Yeah, mothers. those are the mothers who weren't Sorry. sure and were Sorry, just got, or were like talked into it, or a partner promised to be the main caretaker, and it's not how it shakes out. So. No, thank you. Yeah, I would never believe that. Never believe men when they'll say they'll do something. That. Because it always falls on the woman to do all the caretaking. Yeah. For the most part, I totally agree with you. I know some couples that kind of reverse it, but even then there's still some animosity or there's tension or it's like, it's not right. And it's also few and yeah. far between. I mean, it depends a lot on the dynamic of the couple. You do have couples where the woman is has a more like masculine energy, and the the guy has almost like the more maternal, like warm, feminine energy. And then those guys usually end up doing more of the caretaking. Like, I know someone like that, and I've met people like that. But it's a pretty rare. That's a pretty rare match, and none of us are like particularly have that energy so I don't think we would be with guys like that either <laughs> no I don't want any feminine I yeah, cannot partner. have a man who sounds like this <laughs> as much as I love a pretty boy I can't do it I need a man yeah. I need a masculine pretty mm. boy masculine. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Which is, I think, just a man. I don't know. I don't know. I think a lot of people have kids just because that's what you. They, they yeah, think that's what kind of grow up thinking. Like, yes, yeah, I get married and have kids. Like, that's what people do. That's what I'll right. do. That's what I want to do. Yeah. And they never maybe nannied or be. You know, they weren't around kids enough to right. know what it actually was. And yeah. then it was like, oh shit, I. 
Or they they don't realize they have other life options or career mm. pursuits that they that are options. I mean, you could really do anything other than have kids. You could learn how to knit. You could garden. You All right, could, well, now you're just devolving into Handmaid's Tale, Serena write, Joy activities. That's exactly. true. And all she wants is a baby, so, like, let's change tack. Serena You could write yeah. fan fiction. You could write dirty novels, dirty short stories. You could make jewelry. There's also plenty of mothers who do those things that you're listing, But Sarah. you could do it more. You would have more time, and you wouldn't be exhausted. Well, there, like, what got me what was, like, kind of the final nail in the coffin when I was in undergrad in art history class when we got to Louise Nevelson, who's a famous uh, female sculptor. Um, and one of the, the key points the professor pointed out about her that she abandoned her husband and children so she could wow. be an artist. Like, she didn't have time in her life for both of those things. And I'm like... Oh, yeah, that's how important art is to me. Like, I don't want those other distractions either. Like, I can't, yeah, I think, I don't think I want children then because I don't want it to be be down to that choice ever. Not that it has to and not that there aren't other artists that have made it work, yeah. but... For me, I don't ever want it to come down to that. That was also a much different era of of feminine, feminine and masculine roles. And, you know, to do that and to abandon your family after you've already had it versus now when you, I think, have a little more flexibility to establish yourself as an artist first and not just as a wife and a mother. It's a, It's still a different choice, but it's still... A choice where people feel like they have the right to tell you that you're making the wrong one, or when are you going to do this, or why didn't you do this yet, or we're waiting, and that feels terrible. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Especially since we're now going to have a um, probably a new Supreme Court mm -hmm. justice that will make abortions <sighs> in the next right. four and a half hours, which I'm totally dreading. So. Get all your abortions yep. now. Get them out of your system. I'm, I said that on a date the other week, and the guy was kind of silent at first, and then he started laughing. Like, it <laughs> took him a second. Wait, okay, tell us about that. Uh, uh, give us a set well, of that Well, I was scenario. telling him he hadn't heard about um, Justice Kennedy resigning. It was oh, like so that day. Oh, so you were day. out with, like, an idiot? You can't go no. with this guy. <laughs> I just don't think he had heard about it. It was like the day that it happened and I was kind of explaining okay. like why this Irish guy who now lives in Berlin yeah. knows about this. I was explaining like why it was terrible and I was like, well, you know, I just, all I want is my rights as a woman and to get as many abortions as I want. And he, he had a moment of pause and then, and then he thought it was funny. It's so much more than just abortion. It is. Too. It is. Oh my gosh. It's, because it's all they'll be like. It. All of the, basically any minority group, any right. oppressed group is going to get Anyone. Fucked. They're going to rule Anyone that isn't a white man. Or like a business. They're going to rule yeah. in favor of, of, of Christian religions, big business, and yeah, white men. White men, yeah. Anyone else and everyone else is totally screwed. And I'm making very light of a very serious Environmental issue. Stuff. Like oh, yeah. Really, it's really bad. Yeah. 
I mean, we're going to Handmaid's Tale it up, and that's what I get really scared about. Mm-hmm. So, um, mm-hmm. Next week is the finale of Handmaid's Tale, so we all have to no. watch it so we can have our Handmaid's Tale, like finally our season overview finale okay, so next week. synopsis of the show. Because I've been dying to talk about this, and neither of you will get on board with it. We'll have to record after Wednesday, so we can talk about Handmaid's Tale. It'll be a Handmaid's Tale spoiler. Spoiler episode. Yeah. Recap. Prepare yourselves. (sighs) I needed you guys. I missed you. I've been such a bum today. I needed needed to talk to you guys. You too. I miss you. We'll miss you too, Nina. We literally started looking at plane tickets for you. We're like, if we find a cheap enough one, maybe we can just buy a ticket for her. No, don't buy a ticket for me. I have to raise the money myself. I'm very, very into that right now. I have to just figure some shit out. We couldn't find a cheap enough one anyways. It's okay. Don't worry about it. I'll work on it. For real. Because I do want to come. Because I'm dying that you're there without me. I have a double bed, too. Because <laughs> we sleep so well together. Well, oh, you know, eaty. for like one night, like eaty a double beans. bed is fine. Eaty beans. And Sarah has a couch. And a double bed. Ooh. And a roommate that she can kick out. I was sleeping yeah. in a roommate's bed the past couple nights. How come? Just because it was easier? He was or? gone, yeah. And oh. it was out like of town. To go. He travels a lot, so. Yeah, and we were going out in her neighborhood, and I'm a, yeah. I'm a bit of a distance, so it's just easier yeah. to stay there. That's smart. Good. Girls well, weekend. Yeah. Girls weekend in Berlin. Exactly. I want to. Let me n- nail some shit down. Let me win the lottery. I'll get back to you. Yeah. I wish I knew any good, like, get-rich-quick schemes. I know nothing. The only thing I can think of, I'm like, prostitution, prostitution, yeah, right? Yeah, about prostitution. You know, That's sex it. work, sex work, but... Sex work, money's so good. That's one, mm. one BJ, 500 bucks. It's a plane ticket. Ugh. No. All right, I love you. I'm going to go do some things now because I, f- I feel bad enough about myself already for being a bum. But I'm Sex glad you work? two are, are you together. Gonna, are you taking us up on our suggestion? I am. I'm just going to go see if anyone on the street will take a blowjob. So I'll catch you guys later. What about fetish modeling where you ju- like you can do it so you don't actually have to show anything? Like you can just step in cakes and spaghetti and stuff and like take pictures of it and charge or video it for people with foot fetishes? I love you. Good night. <laughs> That's a good one. That's a good one because all um, you're showing is your feet. I don't have pretty feet. You do have pretty feet. No, I don't like them. Sarah, Sarah was propositioned with her sweaty, swollen feet to take yeah. fetish photos. This was By like whom? When I was like 20. Her, I don't know. Uh, when some I was French guy? Paris, guy asked me if he could take a picture of my like disgusting... <laughs> dirty sweaty feet Ew. oh i know those feet that could not have been a fun thing i was like what mm-hmm. <laughs> did they offer to, you to pay to pay you for that no he just wanted a freebie photo yeah. no no nothing is free in this world nothing is free i also in france one day was walking and a guy kind of came out of nowhere and he was like um in french and i didn't know what he was saying at first 
asked if he could take my picture and I was like what and he's like I like to take pictures of women you know with nice chests <laughs> but I didn't know that word I mean I said no anyway then I went and I looked up the word and I was like oh that means chest you didn't know titans <laughs> it was poitrine I thought it was my like face or something poitrine <laughs> doesn't sound like face <laughs> It wasn't. It was my chest. Oh. Uh, Parisians. Yeah, no one's done that to me in Germany. Yeah, they would never. Unless the real weirdo. I had some real weirdo, like, my first day here. He was, like, half crouched behind a bush, like, saying some words about something and gesturing towards the path into the park. And I was like, no. What? I don't know. Yeah, exactly. What? That's weird. Yeah. Try not to get sold into German sexual slavery. Yeah, I was like, no, I'm going to keep walking with my dog here. Don't talk to me. Creepy. Nine. Yeah. He might have been French, though. I don't know if he was German. <laughs> I didn't know what people were saying to me at the time. The pervy German Bushman. Oh, man. Sexy. Very sexy. Very sexual. Okay. Okay, guys. Nice chatting. Je t'aime. Good night. Allez. Bye. Bye.